Hello, nerds. Welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour. This is the only podcast on the internet where we talk about every live-action television show based on a comic book or comic book property. I am your host. My name is Taylor. With me, as always, is Ryan. Hey, Taylor. Especially at that age now where, like, halfway through every third sentence, I'll do that thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, the burps are just coming now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I met a new person last night. What? favorite thing in the world. What? You did not tell and us about this. I went to a networking event and only talked to the two people I knew. But uh, <laughs> they knew people and brought them over in small tidbits. Uh and this girl just every once in a while, would, I think it was just a tick, but she go. Brah! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> was she first, Hercules? Bowling? At first, I started to laugh, and then I was like, "Oh no, she!" Oh no, I'm just. Oh, I, I was laughing at that guy over there handing out cheese sticks. Oh. Uh, and just well, out of all the ticks you could have, the Hercules Mulligan is the best. That's yeah. a good cover, though, for what you were laughing at, because that guy did not work for the event. No, he's, he's just, just a dude who pulling cheese sticks out of his hilarious. pocket. That's hilarious. Cheese sticks. There's I, there's a guy at my gym who like yells out like. Oh, and that guy's my favorite guy at every gym. But no, like at first I thought he was, I thought it was just an annoying gym guy. But then he does it like 17 times. And you're like, oh, no, wait. He's got like, he's got an issue where he yells like that. And then you feel bad for being annoyed earlier. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, that was wrong of me. And he'll be like, Greg, you're not good at that machine you're on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, his Tourette's is hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's not just like that guy that every gym has who's just like, anytime he yells right, he's like, oh, Greg, no. You're in his night terror and you don't <laughs> yeah. want that. You so now, buddy. <laughs> Can I tell you the the we make fun of me a lot on this show? We sure do. No, yeah, not but, enough, I say. Yeah, well, here's the thing that I'm going to tell you that you can make fun of me for. I Smoking. Doing, no, <laughs> I wish. I started doing Tai Chi. Nice. Is that even around anymore? Uh, it is in my bedroom at 8.15 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> is that what Iron Fist did? I, probably, yeah. It, it, he might as well have. A little slow, super oh, slow. okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this out, see how it feels. And I look like a complete idiot doing it, but it feels nice. Tai Chi is the same reason why uh, I got a recumbent bike. Oh, wait, so I'll just sit down? (laughs) I'll just work out while sitting down? Cool. (laughs) Because I I started doing, like, push-ups and stuff. I was like, this is is hard work. Mm. Yeah. And then someone was like, you should try Tai Chi. And I was like, you know what? Wait, did they have Chai tea? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's my work. What happened is I went to Starbucks, and I accidentally ordered a Tai Chi latte. (laughs) And they were like, oh, no, we don't do that here, but down the street. And I was like, oh, well, uh, I'll go get that there then. Thank you. I think that all Starbucks I go to practice Tai Chi with how slow they make my drinks. You're on blast, Howard Schultz. <laughs> Fuck you, you rich asshole. Make my drink faster. He makes the drinks, right? Yeah, he's he, always he back crafts each and every one. Yeah. So you know what? The speed makes sense. I'm kind of proud of him. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, vote I, for him. I, I, uh, long story short, I've started looking like an asshole, and I'm one of those white guys who does Tai Chi in the mornings. Yeah, but you're you're in the safety of your room. Yeah. And you told your friends who only make fun of you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everybody looks like an asshole when they work out. Nobody looks great except for people who do it professionally and have done it for years. But they used to look like assholes too. Well, yeah, but I look. Yeah, like you're always making a weird face. Is that but, part of why you work out for so long? Is just so you eventually don't. Don't look like such a yeah. dummy. I yeah. work out very slow, <laughs> intentionally. I'm like breathing. That's all it is. Are you totally invisible when you do it? Oh, that's the one benefit is no one can see me. That's why I do it naked with the door open. Now we're here in the Super Series Shushi Bullpen, the part of the show where we kick back. We have little saggies that are just having some fun. This week, since the main event is Walking Dead, we decided to do a little bit of Walking Dead trivia. This show has been on for nine seasons, so nice. there's a lot 
to go over. Can you believe we haven't ever done Walking Dead trivia? I or even talked not. about the show. Yeah, we do not like the show. <laughs> this is as, the first as, I've heard of the show. As a podcast, we do not like the show. So it, this is going to be fun. It'd be like for the first time introducing Snow into our podcast. <laughs> John <laughs> Snow. Yeah. This has been here the whole time. <laughs> uh, so... What we're going Snow. to do is I'm going to read out a question. When the question is done, you will buzz in saying your name, and then you will all answer. Sometimes there will be multiple answers to a question, so you can have an option. Joe Premier. Ryan. Mike. Ryan. Valentine's Day. Incorrect. Greg. Mike. Greg. July 4th. Incorrect. Mike. Mike. Halloween. It's obviously Halloween. Oh, Mike yeah. gets a point. Because it's uh, about zombies. Yeah. I'm so and, young and, and excited like an idiot. And several seasons have started on Halloween. Besides Halloween... What other holiday does the show frequently time its releases to? Ryan. Ryan. Valentine's Day. It is not Valentine's Day. But one day it will be, right? Maybe. Greg. Greg. Fourth of July. It is not Fourth of July once again. Mike. Mike. Memorial Day. It is not Memorial Day. You are all silly bunnies because it is Easter. Oh, Easter. A day famous for people coming back from the dead. Typically, the, the season premiere will come out on or around Halloween, and because the show comes out on Sundays, it very frequently will come back from mid-season uh, hiatus on Easter. That's um, actually pretty clever. Like good it. for them. Uh, for one point each, which four currently active characters outlived their comic counterparts? Mike. Mike. Carol. That is one point. Mike. Mike. Judith. Uh, no, that's true. Yeah, that is. That's definitely true. That is, oh, yeah. that is true. <laughs> that, is an that baby got shot. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is true. I don't have that on here. I don't know why. Judith uh, had a very is, short yes, run that is, the that, is, that is true, yes. Mike. Yes. Michonne. Uh, no. No, because Michonne. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. T-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, T-Dog did not make it past his uh, expression. So wait, what is it? It's who had a longer run on the show? Uh, who's still active had a longer run on the show? than We are uh, Morgan, Rosita, and Ezekiel. Oh, yeah, Ezekiel. Mm. That's a yeah. big one, yeah. Uh, what do the walkers actually eat on screen instead of human flesh? Greg. Ryan. Greg. Animal flesh. Ah, be more specific. Uh, cow flesh. Nope, you are incorrect. Concern it. Ryan. Ryan. Chicken? <laughs> no, you're stupid. Mike. Mike, you wanted to buzz in what? Raw bunnies? No, it's ham in vinegar. Vinegar. No. Uh, <laughs> the answer is I don't. I'm primarily vegetarian, you idiots. I wish that you knew me better. Did you guys know that? <laughs> yeah, I, you're a vegetarian he, and we're the idiots. Uh, I also, he mentioned it really recently, yeah. too. I also would have accepted slow-smoked short ribs. <laughs> no matter what season you watch, if you watch a specific episode in the season order, it will not contain Carl. What episode is that? No one is, looks like they're going to answer, so the answer is 14. Carl has never appeared in the 14th episode of any season of the show. Because <laughs> he was so superstitious? I, I have no idea why. But he got the unlucky number he's wrong? Just, he's never in the 14th episode that is the of the okay. show. Look, I have a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which protagonist in the show has the highest body count? Ryan. Ryan. Daryl. Incorrect. He has the second most of the protagonists Greg. on the show. Greg. Carol. It is Carol. Carol and Yeah, Daryl. she used to bomb one time. Yeah. <laughs> Carol, by like 50 bodies, has yeah. the highest body count of any protagonist. The only people more than her are like, the ne- or like Negan, who yeah. like intentionally murdered like a oh, million people. Oh, and not a protagonist? Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Carol and Daryl are the only characters left on the show from season one. How many are left from seasons two through five? Ryan. Ryan. Four. No. Greg. Greg. Six. No. Mike. Mike. Two. No, you are all wrong. It is eight. 
from two or three, depending on how you uh, count her, Michonne. Uh, otherwise, the other season doesn't have any. Six episodes, but they gave her a name. She appears every now and then to babysit Judith. Did and she used like, to run the pantry? I think maybe very briefly. Uh, but she's oh, yeah. been on the show since season five. She, her name has been Sue in other shows? She, yeah. yeah, no, she and three other people opened up that pantry. It was the Barbara shop. They were the Barbara shop quartet. Oh, take Taylor. a point away from Ryan. Okay, and then could I have it? Uh, yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. what? Give that, give it to Greg. Thanks. Which one of us would be captured the most? Oh, sorry. Nice. I'll give it to you. It's Eugene. Eugene uh, has been captured. Yeah, he's so yeah. than anyone else on the show. Because he just surrenders. Just like snag that. that mullet back. Huh? Uh, which one of us would be captured the most if we were in a zombie apocalypse? Greg. Mike. Greg. Greg. Wait, uh, are we saying answers or <laughs> buzzing in? Uh, Greg, you get a w- one point. It's, that's not what I have, but I like you. Mike. Thank you. Mike. Taylor. Uh, that is correct. The answer would be me. Do you, for bonus points, do, do you have the rest of what I have here? Uh, because you're the Eugene of our show. Okay, that's hurtful. No, the answer is uh, it would be me because I am a precious enough to covet, but too beautiful to kill. <laughs> <laughs> like one of God's perfect angels. Wait, I didn't know that your mom was going to help you write this stuff. <laughs> she did, and I love her. Thank you, Sheila. The current communities in an, uh, in an alliance on the show are Alexandria, Hilltop, The Kingdom, and what? Mike. Mike. Fishtown. <laughs> uh, you know what? Partial credit because yes. no one else on the entire show can remember that Oceanside <laughs> exists. Yes. Uh, which character do I most wish would murder me? Ryan. Ryan. This is definitely Valentine's Day. Uh, you know what? No. And take away another point from Ryan. <laughs> Greg. Greg. Carol. No. Really? No. I, I I like Carol, but I don't want her to murder me. I want her to be my like godmother. Okay. Like she is to every other character on the show. No, the answer is Yumiko, our new badass lesbian archer mom, who is the new hotter Daryl. <laughs> uh, what does the show do Mike. for the... <laughs> Mike. Mike. <laughs> Yumiko, the new badass archer hot mom. A point for Mike. Okay, you kind of tipped him <laughs> on yeah. that one, though. Uh, for the actual people of the town they film in to prevent them from getting mad and or spoiling the show. Ryan. Ryan. Let them go to the craft services table whenever they'd like. <laughs> no, so that is not correct. Greg. Greg. Be extras on the shoe. Uh, the real answer is that the show pays all the residents $400 a month so that they are fine with them basically taking over their rent town. in most of those people. I want them yeah. to shoot it in my neighborhood. Right? I just have shitty kids and people that like rev engines nonstop. Miss passed since the outbreak. Ryan. Ryan. I'm going to say <laughs> 12 years. I thought for sure you were going to say Valentine's Well, I'll, I'll give the point to whoever's closest. Greg, answer. Greg, uh, I'm going to go. Uh, Mike gets it because it is roughly, uh, as the closest approximation is 9.4 years. Dang. I just said the amount of time it's been on air. You know, yeah. I am a little confused because the comics took another really big jump. Yeah. And it's so confusing being aware of the show and the comics at the oh, same yeah. time. Uh, so how much time of that time that has passed was between seasons one through eight? Ryan. Ryan. Two years. That is correct. It was two years. Nice. Was seasons one through eight. Well, because the jump is huge, right? Yeah. The yeah. jump between seasons eight and nine was a year and a half. And then they did like another six years and then like another like couple months in this most recent episode. So they jumped like seven and, years. And that farm season, that was like real time. Like we saw yeah. every yes. second yeah. of and, their and life. And they filmed it like seasons, Gilmore Girls. I want to say like a lot of season five or six takes place in the space of like a day. Yeah, I remember that. I was being like, this could be cool and then it just wasn't. no and, yeah and then like i think all, all of season seven and eight take place over the course of like two weeks 
So they like slowed it way down, and then they're like, ah, fuck it. We're going to jump ahead like four times as much. It's kind of like they don't care how TV works. They just do whatever they want. Yeah, and you know what? I'm fine with it. Uh, That is it for uh, Walking Dead trivia. Let's run down the scores. We have in last place, Ryan with one point. Negative one point. It's negative one. Yeah. Uh, Greg with three and a half points. Yeah, win. In the lead with five and a half points. Six and a half. Six and a half points is Mike. Is Congratulations Because I'm the Mike. zombie is expert. Is it too late for me to pull ahead? Um, say something nice to me. Uh, you're a very handsome boy. Guys, Greg wins. Oh, man. Hooray! Walking Dead I'm trivia. this might be rigged. Every week. <laughs> Tune in now as we move on to the main event talking about The Walking Dead. On the season nine finale of The Walking Dead. We get yet another several-month time jump after the massive loss of last episode. Negan is finally lit out of his cell and helps save Judas from death when she runs into the blizzard to save Dog. The Whispers are done summering in the south and ready to head back and fuck some shit up, and a mysterious voice is coming in over the radio. Tastebuds, I ask you this. At the end of the first full season at the hands of new showrunner Angela Kang, how do you feel about the state of the show at the end of this season versus when it began? I didn't see most of it. I saw this last episode, which I enjoyed. But you said a lot of nice things about uh, yeah. like several of the episodes. So I, it seems like maybe yeah. one of the strongest seasons of. I of I think season. possibly since it began, since like the early like f- at least first three seasons for sure. Could yeah. I say this? Does it sound accurate? Um, the pacing is changed and better and almost good. Yes. And the logic remains as awful Bananas. as it ever has been. It it it. <sighs> I kept trying to be like, this does feel better than the last time I watched, but it's not good. And then I went through a thing like, are you just not letting it be good? Mm. It's like I, you're not letting it grow because you have expectations. No, it's still a bad show. I, I disagree, but I also think that you guys jumped in at, like last week was the climax of this season and yeah. was a great episode. This was, we are dealing with some of the fallout from that and then just like this is our resolution. So did you ask me a question just season? so you could tell us we're wrong? No, I just I I wanted to get your opinion. I but I get what you were saying about this episode. Based on everything I know about this season, yeah. it's still a bad show. Yeah, and like just I, as an hour, as like one hour of TV, I thought it had a uh, much much better I'll, uh, instead follow two characters that just go behind like the studio and just smoke a cigarette and <laughs> bore the fuck out of us. This felt like a, a pretty tight hour yeah. of stupid people doing stupid things that I, I it's very deliver or didn't deliver in a way that other hours of shows that I haven't been watching could. What what did you feel was a stupid decision or a stupid thing that was happening? Every argue, like every conversation they have, who they are by how they argue. Instead it's just all to get to the next thing. And there are moments that are awesome in here. Yeah, there's there's a couple moments that, it, but that's true Walking Dead finale fashion. Like I thought, um, who was the teenage girl? Lydia. Lydia contemplating suicide by zombie. Yeah. And uh, Th- zombies covered in snow. Yeah, snow secret snow zombies. Yeah. Secret that snow was zombies. Rad. These those are the couple of moments. But to get to these things, they don't give a shit how we get there. Uh, somebody threw a boomerang at Negan in the blizzard. That was pretty <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Also, I hope that I hope I, we find out who that is someday. I uh, it'll I, come back around. It'll we'll, we'll find uh, I think I liked this episode way more than they did. Yeah. Um one thing I liked for instance was the zombies coming up out of the snow. That was like a good image and it's like classic zombie and but like a new wrinkle for this show to right. have. Right. Yeah. And then also they did something they do in the comics a lot and I haven't I feel like I haven't seen that much in the show which is that that's like a bad situation and they just 
murk every zombie mm, so yeah. efficiently. And like they're such a honed killing force of zombies now uh, that I, I felt like that scene really worked. I thought that was a rad, very cool scene. And yeah. I like what else I liked about the show was just the these people through a storm mm-hmm. or before a storm. That really down home, small storytelling. Right. That like from the Western tradition, like, you know, cowboys gotta get from place yeah. to place in the storm. I think that served the show really the episode like a, a seven or eight out of ten. I felt it was like it was a solid like middle of the road. We're doing things, setting up for next season episode. But uh, yeah, I'm not nearly as I I am not. This show hasn't won me over at the mm-hmm. end of this season. Like I'm still not deal with Rick leaving. Like yeah. I honestly think Rick leaving through a Rick wrench. Leaving? <laughs> but yeah, it, a new character showed up in episodes you didn't watch. I, I think I but think just walked through and kept going. Yeah. <laughs> I think there it is. Goes, a, bye guys, bye guys. I think it is a testament to how like compared to last season how good this season has been that like it feels like that rick leaving episode was last season mm-hmm. like it feels like it was yeah even. that is crazy that that happened this year and it yeah. does I, I would say it also does feel like this show is going to go on for a very long time i remember when amc said that like man we got stories for years don't worry yeah. about it. it's gonna go on forever i watching this episode i thought you know this is a show that could just go yeah. on for a very, very long time. At this time. point, it's been confirmed Michonne is leaving after a couple episodes next season as well. Wow. So now... It's going to be walking to the new class. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's going to be still like Carol and Daryl are here, and then like people who are essentially there from... like We just read off the list of names that have been there from like seasons two I to five. I bet they make a generational jump at some point. I bet when Michonne leaves, Probably. they race forward like 10 to 15 I years wouldn't be surprised. Leap. Yeah, I, I don't know if I need Gabriel and Rosita story. Yeah, and when that's like your anchor, like yeah. oh yeah, I remember these folks. Yeah, well, I mean, I think this, the show's doing a good enough job of keeping them like they have like a scene every two episodes, and it's just enough to make them like flavoring. Yeah, and like they, like these are people that like I get they're part of this world and it's interweaving, but like the main are honestly they're taking it like main stories are not even character based but like organization based at this point yeah. which is sort of an interesting thing to do i don't know if it's great i'm like what the fuck this is crazy but it does make sense like how long can you hold a grudge in a post-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. the problem that i had with that scene was him saying like yeah you know uh evil people he there's no way that you did that shit doing. and like thought that oh this isn't evil I, yeah that was I feel like that's a, a very easy way to go, but I also interpreted of his people. Yeah. So like they aren't blameless, and they've done some crazy. Like I think two weeks ago we watched an episode where in a flashback Michonne killed a bunch of children, <laughs> like, and she had like a reason Pat to wings. do it. They were begging younglings. For it. Younglings. They were younglings. <laughs> uh, but it, we also have the thing too, where like I get what Negan brings to the, the yeah. to the show, and I think that the actor is awesome, and you don't want to just lose him, uh, but. Uh, Ga- he insults Gabriel, and Gabriel uh, walks up, and he's like, "I find you boring," which that's devastating to Negan. That's like uh, jizzing on his bat uh-huh. wife, and uh, and then so he's like, "Oh yeah," and then says like, "How about this?" An even dumber thing, yeah. knowing it's dumb. Yeah. Like, is he doing dad jokes there? You know, it's just gonna bum your kid out, so you do it harder. <laughs> and then he dances around the room like a deaf comedy jam comedian, like it was the craziest thing. It's not just that he says it's boring. Is uh, Gabriel says you could try to be a little less predictable, which is a brave quote for the Walking Dead to have any character, <laughs> particularly from Gabriel. I was like, really, really, the Walking Dead. You want to say? I that. did that. I, the, I, there was a moment that I really appreciated Negan, which was him saying, uh, "Father, not the father." <laughs> Uh-huh. Which I liked. That was a good one. That was a good. It Negan was joke. fine. It was not braggable. 
No, but it was a good Negan joke. I enjoyed it. It's better than anything this show has presented us with for like eight seasons. <laughs> and here's here's even in this new era of Good Walking Dead or whatever you want to call it, Taylor. <laughs> it starts off with Ezekiel Done that thing for years, and it had it didn't affect the arc of this episode at all. It didn't affect the arc of the episode, but like that. It was useless, sure, but at least we spent time with it. <laughs> but it's like it's a thing. Like we needed that at the beginning because from last episode to this episode, saying like, "Oh, we now realize that we can't write, so we're just gonna I pass mean, over this." Or, or they're realizing like some things aren't interesting, and we're just gonna skip those and get to the things that we think aren't are interesting. Interesting. Uh, I, I will say this: um, Ezekiel and Carol killed this episode like that's one of the times where two people would walk around behind the studio and have a conversation yeah uh, like whoever they were talking to i thought that was good mm-hmm. is that because the writers like they've been on long enough that they know those characters finally and just not with the new people or is that do we blame that on acting well but i think the acting is i also think it's those two characters for this episode at least it was interesting that they have goals that are the same and goals that are different and they're trying to push all of them at once and that's fucking fascinating that's what i'm talking about yes that's the conversation i'm looking for is two like sort of not totally but sort of opposing forces having a interesting conversation so what i'm hearing is that mike and ryan latched onto the negatives more than i think greg and i did because i i think there there was good and bad in this episode what i took away was this is a fine episode of television that is not doing the same thing that most, especially in the context of the rest of the shows that we watch, we don't have another show like this, and it is a quality level that is at least shooting for something. Like it may not be as entertaining as a Legends of Tomorrow, but like, come on, don't throw that out at us though. Like it has to be tomorrow level. Well, no, but it's it, it is still goofy. like I think this is it's going for a non goofy, very serious tone, and that's not my favorite. But I am. I enjoyed watching. It's just that there's, I feel like there's too much to get through in order to get to that. It's almost as good as I would expect The Walking Dead to be, I guess. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Nine years. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, I like what where the show is going, which I think is, it's going to start telling the story, not the very small story of people surviving like the zombie apocalypse, but what does it look like, like 10, 20, 30, mm, 40, right. 50? I think when eventually zombies just become like a die. Zombies are mostly dead. Everybody like, still turns yeah. into zombies when they die, so you got to be on the lookout and everything. But we've basically nipped this in the bud, and we are so far beyond it in some ways, but still not. And I think that that story is going to be really interesting, and I think the jumps made in this episode portend That's, that. I think that is the thing that makes me the most excited to watch the show, is like not the last episode, but the one before. Or no, it was, yeah, it was, was last episode. There was a moment that I thought was really cool because they had all of the like leaders of the organization like sign a big treaty yeah. where they're like, we're like joining together. And it wasn't the moment that they signed it, but it was just the thought of like, these are all characters who in 50 years will be like, they are the founding fathers. Yeah. Like people will tell stories about these people. They'll have the animatronics at whatever the Disneyland yeah. is. And like that, even just the idea of them building to a thing is cool as hell. And it, I like that. It shows you how important and absurd civilization is because for so long, once the zombies attacked, it was just all like doggy dog, be for yourself. Uh, but now we're all just going to sign this paper and believe in this paper, and that's insane. Yeah. And that's what we have right now. You know, like that's crazy. I've always thought the last thing you're going to see in The Walking Dead is civilization is basically totally back. They've got the zombie whole problem like basically beaten down, and then somebody like has an accident, falls off a ladder, and breaks their neck, 
and nobody is there to like deal with them and they become a zombie and it like surprises with the new zombie attack which yeah. is like it, it's happening all again and civilization is you know is going to fall again but you don't see it you know you just get kind of back to the beginning well that's one thing too is i'm sure that we don't have time to tackle this but no uh, we are uh, essentially out of time we're going to do final thoughts after this okay the whole <laughs> Yeah. And they went to the CDC, and that that's like in season one, and the yeah. guy acted like he knew what was going on, but he didn't. No. All right, final thoughts. Mike, starting with you. I think it's insane that fucking liberals still act like there's global warming when there's frozen <laughs> as zombies out there. So maybe not. These zombies can't even fucking move. Uh, Greg? I really like the idea that right after the last episode, which where they got in so much trouble for encro- encroaching on like uh, Whisperer territory, that in the very next episode they have to cut across their territory again. I thought that was like good. One line where somebody said, this storm is so big, that means that winter's almost over. This storm must be the season finale. And then everybody <laughs> high five for like 10 minutes. Uh, my final thoughts is I'm tentatively excited for the next season, for season 10 of The Walking Dead, yeah. which is a thing that at the beginning of this season i would call myself crazy for saying it is nice to see a show about winter and zombies i know it, finally it, <laughs> it did remind me of uh the board game uh dead of winter if yeah. anyone has played that it is it was it directly i feel like they played that game we're like let's make it let's make like season that. 10 be <laughs> this game i 100 percent I, yeah. I really think that's true uh that is all the time we have for the walking dead it will come back next season for season 10 on amc now we'll move on to the poll list where we talk about every other show that we watched this week now we're here in the poll list. This is the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week. Kicking it off is The Umbrella Academy. This week on The Umbrella Academy, Diego tries unsuccessfully to be a leader and get Five and Allison on board to help track down Harold Jenkins, who turns out to be Leonard. What? what? Hey, no way. And who we learn in a flashback was disgraced by The Umbrella Academy and hey, then no murdered way. his father with a hammer. <laughs> Diego gets arrested, Five is dealing with shrapnel wounds, and Allison heads to a cabin where Leonard is putting Vanya through her own Dagobah before getting the shit kicked out of him and unleashing Vanya's powers. Meanwhile, Klaus helps Luther rave. Taste buds, I ask you this. How surprised were you that Leonard is evil? Okay, so I was the initial, like, Leonard's fine. I think this is all romantic. Is it going too far the other way for me to say Leonard planted those three hillbillies drinking on his truck? No, that's no, what he, he hired those guys did. for yeah. sure. Oh, okay, this did. show okay. doesn't do anything sure subtly in and the least. And he's a crazy planner. We at least know that. Yeah. But it does... Like walked into the first, and not just because of his weird creep face, yeah. the way he acted too. <laughs> but the face, oh, really, he has a weird potato weird, face. That weird rat face yeah. didn't help. But uh, also, like, unless he has some sort of weird power over Vanya, they're making her such a boring mm-hmm. character that she'd fall for any well, of this. I shit. think what they're going for is that she has been essentially emotionally neglected yeah, her entire life. I, this clear. is the he, first person who's treated her like yeah, a person. I know yeah. that's what they're going for, but. Dude, she's better than that. I, I don't know. that it, It's him that he's bad news. Right. And to have her still be like, I don't know how so much rat poison got in my food. <laughs> Do yeah. you know Leonard? The other thing, too, is how Incredibles it is. Like, mm-hmm. this is the plot line yeah. for The Incredibles. and The Incredibles, too. And as well. No, he said The Incredibles. But um, maybe now this opens the gate where now everybody can steal that plot line. Uh-huh. But I feel like if you're the first out the gate, and it was a decade and a half before the, or right. after The Incredibles, but now we can all use it. But this one, I just screamed Incredibles to me. And I guess it's, it's maybe an appropriate moment because white men are poison. So mm-hmm. like, sure. Yeah. It, it, and that's definitely having like a moment now, but it just doesn't, it doesn't do anything fresh or new with it. And to telegraph it from a million miles away and to then watch it very slowly play out is just like... Well, but, 
I'm wondering if this is one of those things where they just knew people would know and we're more attuned to it because we watched I think that a lot with stuff like this that sometimes it's like people no, are dumb. It, it was never yeah or it was just it was never a secret yeah, like I've, this, I've like, been texting my nephew a lot about the uh-huh. show and he's trying to watch it with us uh-huh. and he's like what this is crazy but, oh, okay. the director mm. in this sh- like there have been hints and that it felt like yeah. the director in this show had not heard of the last five episodes <laughs> like <laughs> they thought they were the ones to got to reveal because like la- big reveal even though we all knew exactly mm-hmm. who the kid was the entire time it was it was also weird because they are having that same day again mm-hmm. Be- the show did a lot of showing the same stuff again to remind you of how it would sync up. That's and weird so to do in a week-to-week show. Yeah. It's fucking insane to do in a sh- like without Allison there to protect him. Yeah. Luther is fucking in the dumps. Yeah. Like, I did like is, that. He is yeah. destroyed. And the show will always make sure that no matter like even though Luther is the worst and now he's the bad guy, that uh the dad Captain Umbrella. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, he will always be the worst. Yeah. Like, even though it's copying the Incredibles, he comes up and he's like, hey, I want to be like you guys. And Captain Umbrella turns around and he's like, you're a piece of shit. And also, I fuck you, you that kid. crowd. That crowd's like, let's laugh at this little kid who homemade and his they own all turn around and laugh. That's the best crowd I've ever seen. They're all I like, yeah. This show's about mom mentality kid. and how it's horrible. Well, I think it's because we are supposed to see a Hargraves that is not apparent to anybody else because yeah. they're so famous. So he's supposed to be like, Professor X. Well, they should show us a sliver of public car griefs then, because we've never seen anything but monsters. Also, I don't know what your sentence means. He's not a parent, like nobody else can see him, or he's not a father figure to anybody else. He's certainly not not that. (laughs) I am furious. Uh, We are almost out of time for this show, but do we have moments of the week, Mike? Uh, Klaus giving Captain Umbrella shit in the afterlife. I I really like that. Klaus has climbed his way out and is interesting to watch now, and him... Being like, you had to kill yourself to get us together? Like, there's less dramatic ways to be yeah. in the world. I was like, thank <laughs> you, Klaus. Uh, Greg? Uh, there's a part where Klaus is, like, about to do drugs, and he's trying to stay clean, so he, like, throws the drugs, and Luther looks at him and says, why'd you do that? And Klaus looks panicked and looks back and says, I don't know! <laughs> Guys, Ryan? Uh, no Pogo this week? Yeah, no, no Pogo. Uh, Pogo no this episode, so I have to pick a moment of the week, and it is just all the guys I went to high school with where Luther and Ellen Page walk up and say, hey, I, oh, no. We like drinking beer on this truck. We're drinking right. beer on this truck. Uh, oh, and I do have to say another another moment of the week. I'm sorry. Uh, the guy that plays Klaus is apparently uh, a 9-11 <laughs> yeah, conspiracy theorist. He's a 9/11 conspiracy That's theorist. a bummer. Very cool. And yeah. he's obviously one of those who like has not done any research, nope. but just has decided he's publicly going to say he thinks it's an inside I bet he's job. such good friends with B.O.B. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very cool, Klaus. <laughs> Uh, uh, my moment of the week is uh, when Diego is taking them to the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the thing that they're getting right with siblings. Is like you're always constantly thinking like which oh, yeah. one is the worst because uh-huh. I think it might be all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the Umbrella Academy is on Netflix all the time. Your next show this week is Supergirl. This week on Supergirl, Supergirl teams up with Alex and Lena to track down Eve. Lena has created Black Kryptonite. The Alien Amnesty Act is repealed. Red Daughter <laughs> attacks disguised as Supergirl to turn public opinion against her. And President Baker declares martial law against Supergirl, who is now public enemy number one. Oh, girl. Oh, no. Supergirl is on Sunday nights on the CW. <laughs> Your next show this week is Doom Patrol. On the seventh episode of Doom Patrol, the team needs to take a moment to reflect on all the shit they've been going through and sit down and do some robot-forced group therapy. They each share a little bit about themselves, while we get a little more than that, as the episode gives us a scene or two about each of their childhoods. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Are you nervous at this point about other shows we cover watching this episode and then doubling down on all of their theory that nothing needs to happen plot-wise in an episode of TV? Yeah, it's so many shows we watch have tried to do this. 
And so when it started doing it, I was like, no. And I was like, Mike. (laughs) You're doing that based on past reactions, not yeah. what you're actually watching right Should now. Should Mike? <laughs> it was, That's this, Arrow for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, here's something from five but years ago. For this some banister reason. looks like this banister, <laughs> right? Do you remember uh, season six, episode twenty-two of, of Arrow? Of course I do. Where it went to a back yeah. in here yeah. and yeah. I just stared at that for two minutes. Flashback I thought that was their best <laughs> joke ever. Uh, Doom Patrol is a show that. And I cannot. Oh, I thought again, you were wrapping up. Yeah, the dude, I was gonna punch you. <laughs> no, uh, th- I, I can't believe I'm saying this, having from beginning of the show. But Doom Patrol is a show that does things that every other show we watch makes me roll my eyes at, and I go, Doom Patrol. This was a great episode. Yeah. Like so many things that in other shows would be like if the, if they did this in Happy, I would be furious yeah, at that episode of television. I don't know how it worked because I like I hadn't heard. Of, I can't believe how like it's like a. If you watch a pitcher that is like throwing a no hitter or like Clay Thompson on a on a run, like I can't believe how they're just in the zone all the time. Like they pulled out. This isn't. Is there a name for this type of episode? Because it's not quite like a Rashomon episode. It's a little bit like a like a bottle. Close episode. to a bottle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a a mix of a bottle and a Rashomon and, a yeah, little bit. Origin story. Oh, one, yeah. more, one more day because it's just everybody's version. Yeah. Uh, but like they did this in a very nice way. Like we got a little bits of it of like their day throughout and then also we got backstory on them which mm. is nice. Like they keep slowly teasing out these characters and making like building them out. And we got to see Cyborg try to take an ab pick and that was great. <laughs> and also, like, he's been kind of the most boring of the characters. Yeah. And I think this episode Cyborg. fixed all of that. I yeah. am, like, into what he's going through now. I think I was somehow in before you guys were. Like, it, it didn't seem that bad to me. Mm-hmm. But now, like, he is just part of the team. Maybe it's just, like, his late entrance. Right. I was definitely very much against him. And I... I am getting into him now, but yeah. I was definitely like a big voice in the beginning that was like, I don't know about this guy. But his whole like, uh, his whole force, like, I'm cyborg. Right. Yeah. I, I'll be a hero someday. Like, that's all making sense. Mike, mm-hmm. the thing that you said uh, about how like any two characters, I'm interested in their mm-hmm. conversation, even if it's like, what did you yeah. have for breakfast? Which really is the worst question you can ask anybody. But the other thing that comes from that too is, I think at this point, bad happens to any of these characters. I'm going to freak the fuck uh-huh. out now. I, I can't say that about any show that we watch. I have gotten so addicted to this show that I actually started reading the comic book, the beginning of Grant Morrison's right. run. You're not on a the, fucking weirdo. Yeah. On the back to 1954. But honestly, then I read these comic and yeah. really enjoy it. But the spirit of what makes the show so good is really alive in the comic. It's so meta and weird, and everybody's powers are unlike anything you've mm. ever seen. And they're bad guys, like a reality mm-hmm. or like melding realities. Every single issue is like almost like an issue of the Twilight Zone. And I actually joined the DC like unlimited thing just to read the <laughs> no, comic. Greg, no, yeah, wow. dude, that's how to the hilt I am. On and maybe I'm just not knowledgeable enough. But do people really talk about this this run of comic? I feel like I would hear about five more Grant Morrison comics. Yeah, yeah. well, I think they talk a lot about Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then once you get there, then yeah, it's they, Animal like, Man, Animal Man, and Swamp the, Thing, and Swamp, Doom Patrol. Yeah. Like he's on that okay, like, so underbelly of DC. Okay, and they're all the same thing, right? Like he took like basically minor characters yeah. Yeah. and then just like wrote like canon style, mm-hmm. like very good like literary comics with them. Yeah, and he's got that one moment of Animal Man that like sort of changed everything, and then also sums up Grant Morrison a lot. And you feel it, it honestly. You feel it in every part of Doom Patrol. Like he's obviously, I don't know if he's writing those two things at the same time. But he is playing with the same ideas. Like when he's getting into reality, obviously his whole thing is like a post postmodern, mm. uh, post Malone even look <laughs> at reality, which as Post Malone tells us is a sunflower. He uh, strikes me. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot like uh, very different, but very the same as uh, Garth Ennis. In that I don't 
I think superheroes are stupid. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to do this with them, you know? So getting back to the episode, <laughs> uh, did you guys have a favorite storyline that we watched? Like, did you have, did you connect with any of the characters more than the others or? I, I think Rita's was so heartbreaking and they, they've been slowly rehabilitating her and making us care about her a little more, but like watching her ooze through grace and be stuck yes. in furnaces was fucking oh. rough. That was so visceral. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree with that. It, would, it definitely would have been hers. Like the not being more than just like a head and they've done so much where they haven't really shown how much she can mm-hmm. change and everything. And so to, for the first time to show it, like her completely out of control of it. And she looked like a slug yeah. for most of it. And I found it really disturbing and effective. They're not Superman and Batman, but this is the show that like, they are abnormal, I guess, but like, they're so fucking broken. Like now we're going backwards and saying like, it's not just that they have weird powers, mm-hmm. you know, it's that they are fucking broken people. Yeah. Well, they are yeah. crushed. One last thing about the comic. I'm sorry, but okay. Grant Morrison wrote that he wanted to write about a superhero team where everybody had a disability. So they're not only mentally broken, but they're physically mm. broken as well. And I thought that's like a dope idea. And it's the, like it, from the eighties. You guys, it yeah. comes across. Yeah, strong. for sure. And even in the show. Can I ask a real quick question that 20 minutes of this episode, is there such a thing as too much robot man? Like, no! Is there no. too much bread? Oh, I'm sad no. that you no. said that. <laughs> no. That's Fuck like saying, off. are there too many corgis? I, right I off. do get now why other characters are annoyed by him. Just uh, the yeah. time, like him being like, we're gonna, I'm going to own therapy. Well, he's going nuts because yeah. there's a weird rat. Right. Like, yeah, but we know that. And also, it's, Whiskers. he's still Admiral acting Whiskers. like Cliff. This is just Cliff. Yeah, uh, kicked up a notch, but the the most robot man thing is Rita. Like, I'll go first. And he's like, well, second. second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, moment of the week. Uh, two. Uh, one. I think the thesis of the show got told here. Uh, the chief and nobody are talking, and chief says, "I believe in connection. I believe in life." And I think this show's talk. That's what this entire fucking show is about. Uh, and then robot man says he's gonna fuck us in the brain. He's gonna fuck us in the heart. He's gonna fuck us in the souls. And then later, nobody is talking to Admiral Ratface, and he says, "You're gonna fuck them in the heart. You're gonna fuck them in the brain. You're gonna fuck them in the soul." And that guy. Me hard, fucking Winston Churchill. Uh, Greg, uh, when you know something is wrong with the robot, but you're not sure what, he attempts to eat toast. And I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen until he's like driving down the street in the van, trying to pour chips in his mouth, but they're just like falling <laughs> oh, on his face. And he keeps man. going, Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> I felt seen. Like, I love this show so much, you guys. Brian, my moment of the week is, uh, like, it's too obvious to. J- just pick like Admiral Whiskers in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there's a moment of <laughs> supreme acting where Admiral Whiskers <laughs> watches or the, the mouse that right originally. Weird if we have to care about two rats. Yeah. In the show. Because in that, but in that little vignette, the roach wanted revenge and the rat was like, yeah. just chill out. And he's like, no, I'm not going to chill out. <laughs> Speaking of rats, have we talked yet tonight on this episode about how the movie of the Cats musical, they're all going to be cat-sized people? Yes. No. We have already talked about that? All right, never yeah, mind. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, my moment of the week was Robot Man, as he was trying to convince everyone to do therapy, slowly chanting, therapy! Power of the chant. <laughs> that I want that therapy chant as my ringtone. Doom Patrol is on <laughs> Friday nights on DC Universe. Your next show this week is Happy. This week on Happy, Haley spends a day with Dad. Gentlemen, would you believe me if I told you it is very hard to find timely recaps of season two of Happy before you record your podcast? Do a do next week. Do uh, season one, episode three, and see if we notice. <laughs> <laughs> see I've thought about that. Just totally making up plot lines. Yeah, because uh, no one knows. So Christopher Maloney's like a uh, cook at a camp, and I don't <laughs> know what's going on. And his friend is a can. Uh, that's well, it. That's uh, all I got. Great. Happy is on Sci-Fi on Wednesday nights. Your next show this week is The Punisher. On episode 211 of The Punisher, Frank is laid up in a hospital, and everyone is trying to get to him. 
At one point, Amy, Dina, and Karen Page all try to get to him at the exact same time, <laughs> and that happens twice. <laughs> Did they get stuck on the door? Yeah, all, all jammed in. <laughs> Meanwhile, that hit is still on Frank's head, so visitor hours also include hitmen and dirty cops. <laughs> Luckily, with the help of his ladies, Frank is able to escape the hospital only to get caught by Mahoney at the very last second. Taste buds, I ask you this. With only three hours, including this one, of Punisher left in our lives, how did the three ladies do with the center stage? Great. I fucking loved this episode. Your your intro was very sarcastic and snide, and I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it was silly, and like... Punisher, the character, and this show don't get meta, but when Madani rolls in after Karen and Amy are already in bickering, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, he's like, this is absurd. And Madani says, what is this, a Marvel Netflix show? <laughs> uh, just the, the the pressure that that, like, the time bomb that Amy, everybody has a different goal. but Amy, As a whole piece, it was pretty stupid. I guess I, I did not, I, I loved the moments. The moments took me away. And, and Frank rolling his eyes and trying to be like, I should die. And the minute they figure out what happened, like, no, Billy shot these women. And he was like, oh, oh, we're going to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kool-Aid Man right out of the room. <laughs> and Macho Whoa. Man Randy Savage came running in. I, I also love the fact that, like, Frank is... Each other's scars oh, open fuck. and fuck them. I don't like even hearing uh, that. Man, why was this a thing that Just happened? say scarf. Scarfing? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that sounds worse, too. <laughs> they're rape scarfing. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm in, uh, and and... Pilgrim is just doing his thing. I don't care about he wants to, I thought he was going to kill uh, that Grim. church lady <laughs> who is uh, Clark Kent's mom from Smallville. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, comic connection. Uh, In Smallville, did she ever scream so hard that her entire face became a vein that bulged everywhere? That, did every you notice episode, that? Every, every episode. Uh, did you guys have moments of the week? Mike? Uh, Billy and the therapist are talking. And she's trying to be like, we're fine. And he he's like, also fine with what happened. But he's like, I need you to know it's a dark thing we did. Like, even Billy's like, just show an ounce of regret before you run to an island, okay? Like, this is fucked up. Those women didn't deserve to die, and I killed them hard because of you. And that got me. Uh, Ryan? Okay, my mode of the week is, uh, so no matter what, those girls are dead. But Frank thinks he did it. But he didn't do it, and we know that. And Dinah and Karen do, but they don't know it yet. So like it like they just have their own adventure and they solve the crime in like twelve minutes oh, yeah. and so everywhere cool. is evidence that's like just it's it's not Frank I don't know who it was but it's not Frank every single place they go there's just giant signs like wild that's the signs that like Wiley Coyote would hold up as he <laughs> fell off a cliff that say it was not Frank go and tell Frank he doesn't murder people <laughs> guys he does all also, of the yeah, time Mahoney the time. is right yes. he is a murderer so when Mahoney's like I don't care like fugitive style like I didn't do it I don't give a shit I don't care. You you still need to come with me. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Uh, the Punisher is on Netflix all the time. We're watching it week by week for three more episodes. Your next show and final show this week is the season whatever return of Legends of Tomorrow. This week on the return 1960s Mexico, where he is dominating the Mexican wrestling, which might be real in Legends? Question mark. Hank's conspiracy to secretly experiment on monsters has Sarah and Ava fighting and seeming to break up, even though they are both so pretty and it physically hurts me to... But he gets shot to death, and so she turns into a copay and rips his killer to shreds. Wow. And I thought my insurance had a vicious copay. <laughs> Guys, seriously. We, we knew that was going to happen, though, right? Snaps. Guys, Snaps. I mean, it's, vi- it's very high. It's almost not like having insurance. Okay. Also, <laughs> Zari and Nathaniel might be a thing. Zari because they're both bored. Zari might be the funniest person on the show. Ray made himself interim captain and invented (laughs) a game called Cards to Save the Timeline. And actually, he might be the funniest person on the show, except for Nathaniel's mom, who is the funniest person on the show. (laughs) So, gentlemen, I ask you this. Legends, 
Am I right? Oh, it's fuck. back, baby. It's Thank back. You for okay. coming back. We thought Hank was uh, the villain because he is Biff and because he is torturing things. But <laughs> for a rich white woman to meet somebody instantly, not even knowing the relationship, and say, good childbearing hips, and touch them, you are the villain of this show, Mom. Oh, God. When she said childbearing hips and put her hands on Zari's On her hips. body. She Joe Biden right onto her body. Oh, man. Well, it was a different time. The Bidens. It was okay to grab people who didn't I, want it. That made me so wonderfully uncomfortable. <laughs> That and was Nathaniel's great. like, you're blushing. She just got fucking yeah, I know. Handled. Why comment yeah. on what she is Let's doing? Let's make it worse. Apologize for your parents, Nathaniel. Oh, <laughs> uh, and sorry, like, I left when, when she's like, <laughs> all right, so long story. There, there's this happened, this happened, this happened. And so I'm going to a benefit tonight. I'm going <laughs> to a gala. <laughs> Wait, does Nate know it's going to go down? Or is it just Zari? Because he, he's like. Zari knows. Because that comment, like, that'd be so weird if we hooked up. Weird because she's kind of still here. Yeah. Yeah. And he's get to drool over a person who looks exactly like my ex-love <laughs> of my life. What was I, that thing, Mike, that you were talking about with some other show? It was like the heart, the soul, and the other thing? The brain, the heart, and the soul. Doom Patrol? How many more How, how many more epi- Mick Rory, the heart, the brain, and the soul <laughs> of the show? Yeah, like, I, it works every time right now, right? I thought this episode had the most effective use of it, so I guess it's just going to be forever. I honestly have kind of resisted that. Heat, heat, heat fire. Heat, heat fire. Hot hands. Uh, then he acts like that, but if you treat him like a fantastic That's, author. I had, yeah. I had a, when I worked at a restaurant, I had a manager who barked at everybody. He'd be like, hey, there, big guy, you're in trouble. Uh, but if you laughed at him, like Brother, what he said it was, was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> if, he, if you acted like you're in trouble, he'd yell, he'd like do the dog thing and be like, I am mad. But if you laughed, you'd be like, oh, I guess we're all chill. And yeah. Nick is that. Just, mm. It's a little kid getting hurt. Tell yeah. them they're fine, and he'll be a warm, cuddly bear. It's. I really enjoyed that in this episode, we both got him being like the heart of the episode and giving her what she needed, and also at the beginning of the episode, thinking that he was going to shoot her dead and yeah. being upset that it was a dark <laughs> yeah. and, it, and Both sides off, of the coin. Yeah, and he pulled off both of those. Great. I love Mick. Okay. Hypothetical, right? Because we all love Robot Man, and that was yes. not a qu- real question I asked, but um, is... <laughs> Is Mona gone now, and are she's we not. super hoping so? And she was going to be, and now she's not. Yeah, there she's, is, uh, like, and she's le- got three more episodes. Legend has a very stylistic you know that, way of acting, thinking? right? I think it. I think they are finishing up a storyline with her now with this. I, I don't hate Mona. Her last moments with the copay okay. uh-huh. is some of the worst acting I have ever seen in my entire life. And she's life. never been great. And they never sold this story Mm-mm. where she's in love with this Hawaiian werewolf. It's never really tracked. It's never really seemed <laughs> like... And they've really been trying to force us to accept it. And then they have her almost out of... Go to Hawaii and hang out with... Uh, the Hawaiian werewolf, which is also, there's a new uh, tiki bar near my house, and that's my favorite drink there. The co- All right. <laughs> the co- I, I'm sorry. Too much shit talking. Yeah. Um, uh, Where's tango. my nipple? Where's my yeah. nipple? <laughs> Great Gary moments. Oh. I, I will say, like, so Ava's gone on some journeys in the last few episodes, and this made me hate her again and want her off the show. Really? And she's like, Sarah, I needed you in my corner. Bitch, you didn't listen once to anything well, anybody was saying. She's she under, got a rose like, in her a mouth. spell, though. She's, she's under the spell of that Love. guy that probably with magic to Hank and yeah. to Ava. Oh, and you know right. that because there's one scene where people walk out of the scene and he's just standing there. Nobody references it, but they yeah. showed it. To, they reminded you of him in the previously on. And also like, in addition to that, I didn't feel like, like Ava's making some leaps for that, but I get what she's saying where she's like, Hey, like you like ruined me. I am like in big trouble. You like went off the handle and did not trust me with stuff. And this is my job. But uh, and she's right when she says, 
She's right when she says, three weeks ago, you were murdering these creatures. Yeah. Sure. And, na- and now suddenly you've switched just because that's what you want to do. You murder and them, like, but you won't torture them? Yeah. But no, I mean, that is just the fucking United States Department of Defense rules of engagement. And you're every relationship I've ever you're been supposed in. To kill, you're supposed to shoot the kill. If you ki- shoot to wound, you can get arrested. Yeah. Uh, because murder is fine. Torturing but is not. They're but in I, a black site, though, so it's different. That's true. Anything site. goes. Uh but yeah, for her reaction, he's been torturing prisoners, and her to go, who cares? That's like, ugh. ugh I'm not going to be on her fucking side. Yeah. We, and we, she yells she's, at Sarah, because Sarah just found out about Ramona. Sarah just, and she yells at her instantly. Instead, Sarah should have been like, I also just found these things out. Yeah. Don't fight. But Sarah's going through that thing, though, of like, I need to be challenged. I hate being challenged. Right? Like, that's her side mm. of the relationship. When we were talking about The Walking Dead and how they don't have those, like, interesting two-sided arguments... Did we like? So did you guys not think the tango was like? No, I love the tango. Yeah, tango was great. Tango because that's what legends does. Is it has an interesting conversation with the two sides. You know what? Let's dress these ladies Uh up and then have them episodes and then just tear them apart and they just can't be together. I would really like for them. Like I, it's it's good conflict for them to be apart now. But I hope this isn't a thing where at the end of this they're going to be like, yeah, we can't really be in a relationship. This is a nice relationship and we should have it and we deserve nice things. Well, speaking of nice things, it's time for (laughs) moments of the week. Starting with Mike. Uh, at some point, somebody says, I don't know why anything is things. Gary then, says that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he got like the men in black forget <laughs> yeah. gun like four yes. times in the face. Uh, he can do wrestling for whatever reason, which we didn't even really talk about. Oh, <laughs> he man, says yeah. in Michael Buffer, boys, uh, let's prepare ourselves to wrestle. <laughs> it's so good. Ryan, moment of the week. I hate giving moments of the week to uh, things that try for it. But that's sort of like, that's a lot of what Legends is. Uh, but we get that one second with the Martin Stein puppet. And he yeah. says... Oh. Eat my fuzzy dung, ya dick. Ya dick. That was was good. Starring Paul Rubin. My moment of the week was just the entire point where they just go into a riot fight and uh, British Amaya gets on the the horn and is just like, oh, we will take down the man. (laughs) And there's just like everyone just starts like beating the shit out of dudes in suits and like this big fat like holy luchador Uh does a backflip and lands on a dude in a suit trying to shoot somebody and everyone just goes, yeah! Wrestling, wrestling was clearly real in this, right? Like, well, the- and the, the guy's argument was, it sucks that this guy treats it like it's real. Yeah. And he's supposed to do moves. He bitches about that. But then they have a fight. It's so weird. Like they wanted to kind of have it both ways. He says they uh-huh. he doesn't know the choreography, but so often they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna win this fight." That's not how wrestling yeah. works. No. Uh, Aloha howl is that what a Hawaiian werewolf would say? Yes. And what I, I like synergy between our two shows, and I do like that Legends of Tomorrow did their version of Roma. Because it was the people's <laughs> right. It was great. It was great. Uh, tomorrow is on Tuesday nights on the CW. Sounds good, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is all the time we have for this show. Next week, though, we have the second season spectacular. That's right. Second seasons of the... T- <laughs> one's on Hulu, one's on Prime. Streaming is taking over. <laughs> yeah. Stream your jeans. Uh, but Three shows not on the CW, though. That's yeah, pretty cool. That is crazy. <laughs> All of those are coming back next week, so we will be talking about those and every other show that will come out next week. For Greg, I'm Taylor. For Taylor, I'm Mike. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, we are the world! Oh, we started as an electric car. Now it's a bass. You think that you're going up there? But <laughs> that, that is, is a big mistake. <laughs> Just look at the world around us. Put it on a dinner plate. Adam is Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Ursula is divine. 
That was good. Wait, did you stop? <laughs>